0: think breaks podcast. yo welcome back everyone it's season three episode two as always it's me karen k2t in the place i am joined by toby colossus oi oi and um we've got a pretty relaxed affair for you guys today um you know, we just thought, let's kick back a bit. It's been a while since we've done an episode. Um, and it's also just me and Toby. It's been a while since it's been just us two on an episode as well, hasn't it? It has. It yeah. has. You're doing all right, Tobes. I uh, yeah, I'm
1: doing okay. Um, yeah, just be it's been a bit of a busy week. Uh been here, there, everywhere. Uh getting on with some with some music based projects and audio based projects, um, which has been which has been fun one of them not so fun, been doing a lot of transcribing uh, okay. of, or- of audio, which can be quite tedious, but mm. yeah, we're rolling. Uh, but yeah, good, man. Uh, I Some of the listeners might notice that I'm a little bit uh, low on energy, but
0: we are recording quite late on a Sunday. So please forgive me. Yes. Uh... <laughs> but, uh, yeah. How have you been? I was just going to say, for the future listeners, this was recorded at 8pm on the 15th of May, so uh, it's almost our bedtime, let's be fair. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I'm okay, thank you. Um, It has been a long week, but the other day I finally got to touch music for the first time in a while. Nice. Uh, Nothing good came of it. Uh, But to hear it. (laughs) Yeah, of course. But it was... um, it basically was a day where I downloaded Contact, right? I paid for it, guys. I paid for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, uh, it nice, was, it nice. was It was on a deal as well. So I was just like, okay, this is perfect timing. And um, for those of the, the listeners who catch us live on Twitch, uh, you'll know that we do community nights and we watch a lot of stuff. Uh, last time, I think it was on the 6th of May, we were doing a session with uh, Mike Scallagrim and we were watching the uh four composers uh score the same piece of mu- movie footage yeah
1: and it christian Henson, wasn't it his yeah uh, he had the
0: uh, yeah christian Henson had a thing called uh, piano book which i thought you know what i've got to check this out so i bought contact went to piano book signed up and used tons and tons of like the sample packs and just put them in and um how did you find it? Like what, what, what were the standout kind of sounds for you, would you say? There was there was some re there was one that was called uh woven strings and mm. as you'd expect, violins and stuff, and it had a really rich sound. Like uh Tobes, you've played uh you've played that game Unravel, haven't you? Yeah. You know the strings in a lot of the pieces. Mm-hmm. That, like, yeah, it had that sort of tone, which I thought was just a really nice and rich sounding tone, sounded really real so that mm-hmm. was quite cool uh the standard pianos as well are really nice um there was a really nice uh one that sounded like a lot of pads uh and it was called winter voices i want to say um, oh yeah i think it's quite there's quite a lot of kind of
1: choir infused and kind of like um, yes that's yeah.
0: it um and yeah i tried those out um and i just really love to just like trying out different chords, different melodies, and seeing how it sounds, and I thought it sounded really good. Um, I was actually trying to write something for you to collab on, and Mm -hmm. realised that the chords I did were a bit boring, so I just deleted the project file, but it was nice to just play with sounds, you know? Because usually I'm very much like a sampling kind of person, it was nice to just try and write using a Mac keyboard, but still. Yeah.
1: Yeah, sometimes grabbing those kind of library sounds can really help you throw yourself into like a bit of like inspiration and creativity, you know.
0: Mm, exactly.
1: Um, Cuz it gives you it gives you a lot more freedom actually being able to play all the different notations you want to go for and whatnot. Yeah. Um yeah, it sounds like I like I um I think I installed the player for um for that library you were talking about the free library. Yeah piano book yeah i haven't downloaded any of the bits yet but i do aim to but it seems like it's very much um very much more of a kind of like uh experimental and kind of like more unique sounding Mm -hmm. library that's why i really like um spitfire labs that free library because you find that there's so many really cool unique sounding um different different patches you can use like there's one that's literally called frozen strings where it's mm. a load of uh, string instruments that have actually been recorded in a arctic environment so they've actually oh, like mic'd yeah. up these instruments and kind of like recorded it with that natural kind of ambience and that can just literally uh elevate um elevate your your uh you know sections in a, in a composition and whatnot and um yeah you often find with these kind of things that it's all about the layering as well mm. i use quite a lot of east-west stuff um in my composition work but uh what i find is it's very important to layer it all up with other sounds because east-west it can sound very uh um, like not, not midi but yeah a bit thin um a touch lifeless unless you're really going in on the kind of uh expression and modulation uh you know midi controls uh, so sometimes just layering up the sounds can really add to the kind of the elevation of the
0: sound, you know. Mm. But it's cool to hear that that's what you've been experimenting with, uh, yeah. going down that kind of line. Like, I do enjoy sampling and all, but I do think there's, um, it's a skill, right? It's a, like, it's a skill to be able to sample well. It's also a skill to be able to write by yourself, right? And mm-hmm. having a balance of those two is how you, you know, craft your own unique mishmash of the two. I already know I can sample well. Um, writing, I've done it before, but because it's because now I work on music less, I find that uh, I'm getting a bit rusty with it as well. You know, like when you haven't touched a piano in so long, you know, you're going to forget how to do stuff. I mean, the same, to be honest. Uh, yeah, like
1: I, I got really frustrated myself the other day, actually, because I sat in front of my keyboard and tried to write some cool chords and there was just nothing really coming to me. And I to be honest, I think it was p- partly down to my headspace, not quite being there. Hmm. Um yeah, you, it, it certainly helps kind of have feeling like whatever kind of emotion you're trying to portray, it usually helps kind of being like feeling that emotion somewhat, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So if you're really not feeling up to much, then it's gonna be much harder to put something out
0: that sounds uh you know, sounds up to scratch to that's, what you want it to sound like right that's how you made under the weather as well because you yourself were under the weather during the time weren't you
1: yeah totally yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> even the lyrics in
1: that and like because i found the acapella i've never spoken about this before but i found the acapella and even the lyrics really connected to me the to situation i was experiencing at the time and it all kind of just yeah fell into place and whatnot mm. yeah going back to christian henson though i uh, i actually watched a, quite an interesting video uh, to yep. any to any of the composers and people that are into uh, kind of scoring and stuff that might be listening, uh, but he put out a video the other day about um, how to approach scoring an epi- multi episodic uh, drama or TV show. Um, and one one of the points that he he put across was how it's less about the composing and more about finding the kind of mood and like the pacing. If you get what I mean. Yes. Which is quite interesting, because I think when when you think of like a media composer, you would think you would think of like a traditional composer of like all the notes have to make sense and all this. Mm. Whereas these days, it's not really about that at all. A lot of the composing work can be down to like the sound design and like the building of the mood and whatnot. Uh, That's that's becoming much more of an important thing. Because Uh, you're accompanying the picture as
0: opposed to writing the picture. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. so
1: realistically like anyone can jump in on it these days and and have their own take on it but you don't have to be this kind of classically trained musician to really uh make a big impact to mm. to a picture you know That's which it. i thought I'm... was cool it was it was a refreshing video to watch and a refreshing take to hear
0: yeah and as, and the thing is as well like uh when you do have A picture just say the just say the clip is I don't know a kid skateboarding down the road he falls over trips up right someone could keep it completely sound design orientated the sound of the wheels him falling over the kid crying or something like Mm -hmm. that and someone else could make it into like a really sad classical piece both of those pictures make sense but the emotions you feel are completely different one feels more documentary-esque one makes you feel more sad and sorry for the kid for example yeah exactly yeah yeah A
1: um have you ever you, you probably haven't seen this film actually it? it's called mid 90s it was jonah hill's debut directional uh but that's that's a great film to watch for a soundtrack um it's like a skate it's like a 90s skate film mm-hmm. but a lot a lot of the soundtrack is this kind of miss this mash of serious sound design and quite subtle composition but it's uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross from Nine Inch Nails, the, the nice. masterminds behind that one. But a really cool score. It's like, I sometimes listen to it just as like bits of music because it works just as well as pieces of music so, as it does a score, you know?
0: Yeah. Is that uh, your favorite score? No. No. It's 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 good. It's definitely good. But I would, I wouldn't go so far to say it's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I just, I had a feeling, but yeah Actually, to be fair having a favorite score as well that's something that's so hard to quantify isn't it it is it's like it's like yeah it kind of is because like even with like what's your favorite
1: like track within drum and bass or your favorite all-time tune within drum bass it's quite a hard thing to kind of put your f-
0: put your finger on really
1: mm. and even the then
0: it's not like your all-time favorite is always based on I don't know, the songwriting or the mix down or something. It could literally just be this is my all time favorite tune because it reminds me of blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Connecting a memory to it and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, yeah, I think memories play a huge part in music, both like dance music or even movie scores as well. The memory of hearing that piece of soundtrack changes a lot. Yeah, definitely. Hmm.
1: Um, there's an amazing album that came out earlier this year Um, Bonobo
0: have you heard the new Bonobo album I've heard I've heard the singles I've not actually sat down for the whole album I really need to listen to it I think
1: I, I, I think it's absolutely amazing um because it's it's kind of going back to what we were saying about how it's all about finding that balance of sound design and composition within certain elements of old music and like scoring. But he's really, really, he's always nailed it. But yeah, of for me In particular, he's like nailed it even more. So I think uh, with this album, because the last two, I think it was like the Northern Border. Um, it was quite, it was quite like dancey, wasn't it? And house orientated yes. almost. Still um, a great again, album a really good album yeah like obviously i'm not i'm not saying it isn't good or anything like that um but what like his standout albums for me are definitely is like earlier bits where he was way more kind of uh multi-genred with it and it was a lot more kind of organic in instrumentation and techniques as such um but with this new one it feels like he's almost like going back to his roots a bit but while still retaining that kind of dancey element to it all mm and the execution on it's just phenomenal like there's they'll, there's like a few tracks on there that are really kind of like this bass heavy um uh like dance influence kind of track but the end will just go into this complete like symphonic mesmerizing piece of music and I just right.
0: how he manages to juggle it and balance it it's just it's just so well executed um, so it almost sounds like this album is almost like his true awakening if you will as an artist where it's like fully 100 in this is it this is it
1: I, I'd like that's how i would perceive it for sure like he might have a complete different uh take and think that he had already achieved that way back when or whatever mm. but um yeah for me that 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 album really does sum up his uh his true potential i would i would i'd like to say mm. but yeah really good album i definitely recommend checking that out
0: what was it called yeah uh, fragments
1: right fr- fragments yeah i've been i've been absolutely rinsing it um mm. He's got a track with Joji on there as well.
0: That oh, you? yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Joji. Underrated. Oh, Mr. Burnt Yogurt with The Raid. <laughs> hey, mid-episode as well. Mid-ep. Thank you. <laughs> That's just ruined our episode. No, I'm kidding. Thank you very much. <laughs> Appreciate How it. How are you doing, Matt, mate? I hope you're good, dude. Yeah, thank you. So for any of our future listeners, uh, we just we are obviously live on Twitch, as we are for all of our Think Breaks episodes. and uh, We've just been hit by Mr. Burnt Yogurt, who is of course one of our co-hosts he is um, he is and yeah just an all round good good person uh, but yeah it's for those of you who just joined in as well we were just talking about bonobo's new album fragments which is very much worth the listen um and uh yeah no no um you know what i've actually not listened to many albums this year I don't know what it is, but you know when you've g- just got lots of things going on musically, work-wise. Yeah, as well, you just sort of lose the time to go through. You need, you, yeah, you need, you need the time to really, to
1: really be able to like sink your teeth into it. Because mm. for me, like, I don't like just like picking up an album or whatever and just listening to a few bits, mm. like from I titles that like stand out. I feel like I, if I'm going to give, if I'm going to appreciate that album and like give it the like. I don't think due diligence is the right word, really. But, you know, what no, I mean? it makes sense. Like give, yeah, just like give it that time of day. You really need to kind of invest that out those out, that hour or whatever into it and just give it that start, finish, listen, really mm. soak it in.
0: Like, uh, I mean, yeah. that is the way it was written, right? So at least we should make yeah. the time to listen to it as intended. I think it's a bit different when it's a compilation album. But, oh yeah, uh, no, it's, it definitely is. Yeah, it, but it's also with, harder yeah. with a compilation album. Imagine trying to listen to forty tunes in one exactly. sitting. Like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when you have this
1: album, that's like clearly just been written as it's like what a story, and it's all weaving into one. Mm. It's yeah, it I mean, seems like a disservice not to give it not to give it that full listen.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, even in the sense of like, I know you were saying an album that's like a story, but I even think you know. You know especially in this scene we we do get albums which like the artist does say you know not that it's a bad thing or if they do just say you know what i just wanted to do 14 bangers that's it no real sort of story to it i just want to do some bangers right i feel yeah. like even those ones still deserve that start to finish listen because maybe some people yeah. might find a story in those well yeah all yeah meet all music even if there's no
1: intention for the story from the artist to be put in there, like like all music kind of has that natural kind of story built into it, and mm. it's like you say, it's how 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 it's being interpreted essentially.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. People make their own stories to the music, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I always remember, there was um there was like this old Makoto tune called Bubbles. It's like a one forty bit, mm, and know. whenever I listened to it, I always thought, you know, very euphoric, very happy feeling. This makes me feel happy, but. I sent it to a friend, and they were like, "Yo, this actually makes me feel really quite somber and sad." And yeah, yeah, things like that. It just like goes that. to show, doesn't it? <laughs> mm. It's um, like you know, what's what means something for one person can mean the complete opposite for another, and I just think that's something that's fascinating about all music.
1: It is. It really mm. is. But yeah, um, should we should we talk about? Uh ideas and stuff that we have for for think breaks for the twitch in the future and what oh yes
0: yes yes if you want to yeah i mean i we've
1: we we very much want to kind of do these um sample flip uh battles yes. videos essentially I, f- I feel like that would be really really cool and it would also it would also provide a lot of good educational kind of content mm. uh, just for an insight on how like each each person would work essentially because everyone has their own different kind of take and whatnot. Mm. Um, and I think, I think it would be really good just to do like what Andrew Huang does and get like different guests on as well. So we could always like have it as like me, you and Terry. Terry Showdown that is for the listeners. Yeah. Terry Showdown of course. Um, and then yeah, we can in- start introducing a, uh, a, a different guest each, each kind of, um, mm. video. Yeah, And I think this is going to be more tailored towards the whole YouTube content.
0: Yes. So 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 for anyone who, uh, you know, who maybe hasn't already, but you can make sure to subscribe to our YouTube. And there's a few videos in there right now that are taken from from some of our other Think Break streams. Just in case uh, you're one of the listeners that don't really have the time to catch us live, there's always going to be stuff you can come back to at a later time at your own leisure. Even though it's leisure, but still, um, yeah, there's gonna be some other content. We are thinking of um, moving think breaks into a lot more of a interactive thing, and this is this is the exactly reason why I wanted to do an episode today, just shooting the hay because um, you know we've got our lovely. Uh, our lovely audience who are watching this live, and obviously we've got you lovely people in the comment sections or on RR- RSS feeds. It's always just nice interacting with you guys and seeing what you guys like about Think Breaks or what you guys want to see from um, Think Breaks. Um, and yeah, definitely want to move it to an educational thing for because we do have a lot of a lot of producers that uh, watch our stuff, get involved. Um, so. Yeah,
1: I think th- I think it would really it would be really beneficial. Mm. Um, it'd be it'd be a really cool way to get lo- like loads of people within the community involved as well.
0: Yeah, I know um, I know of some of the community that would like to um, get involved in sample flip, especially since we've sort of just thrown it about as an idea. Um, yeah, and I think it'll be good fun. It'll be nice to see how everyone else like works with the same like I I always find that such a fascinating thing how people interpret the same piece of music. Source material or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um like um like you know how for example uh you know an album comes out and there'll be one track that does really well so people think alright let's release this as a single but it comes in a package of like six to eight remixes as well it's really fascinating hearing the original and then seeing oh producer A decided to remix it like this producer B decides to do it like this I just find that really fascinating
1: yeah it's just so many different different angles that can be can be taken down yeah and
0: um, even just the idea of like especially with tunes that have a lot of um, elements and stuff it's interesting to hear oh okay these people really liked the guitars in this tune Whereas this person really didn't care about the guitars and just left them out, sort of thing. Yeah, people pick up on on different kind of elements
1: that will really kind of connect with them and get mm. exciting, excite them in a way, you know.
0: Yeah, I always yeah. just find that fascinating. It's yeah, and I, yeah. it would be nice to do something like that for our community as well and give back.
1: Yeah, essentially.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: I, yeah. I just. It's. I'm just excited to to get to get one started really and get, get it out on the YouTube. Because I'm quite aware at the moment that we're using our YouTube. Um, we've only we've not posted much, but at the moment it's just been posting kind of the clips of archives us reacting essentially to to certain videos during our community, um, our community days and stuff, evenings. Um, but yeah, so we will be putting out original content on there soon as well, which will be good.
0: Yeah, <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. And, of course, the podcast will still be a thing f- until will. until Toby and I are old men. You know, you'll, <laughs> until you, you'll catch us in Season 52, just grey hairs everywhere, just like, oh, you remember back in my day? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine we make it to Season 52. That would be insane. I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Where have you pulled that number from, 52? Uh, I'm not too sure. That just sort of came to... <laughs> it's not even 852 right now. That's the weirdest thing. Can you imagine if it was? That would be perfect. But Is um... that, that that would mean that if we did one every year, then I'd be 83. <laughs> so 49 years from now. 49 years from now. I'm 27, so that makes me, what, 76 years old? Yeah, all right. <laughs> I'll host a podcast at the age of 76. Why not? <laughs> oh dear
1: but yes um yeah we're just coming up with 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 uh, new new interesting things to do on our on our both our twitch channel and our youtube channel mm. a lot of things that we say we're trying to come up with them but uh i'm not gonna lie we've we're, as as everyone does on the internet we're pinching a lot of ideas from people that are way more original <laughs> that did it before us we don't have original content <laughs> <laughs> so i think something else that would be really cool to do would be um, deaf deaf production. What's that? Where you obviously produce, but you don't have your headphones or speakers on, and you basically let chat kind of take
0: oh uh, yes take yes.
1: control and take initiative of what should be done and whatnot. And then at the end, you obviously like listen back, and you'll just be like, it'll either be a pleasant surprise or it'll be a what. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's an idea that we got from Bishu.
0: Oh yes, yes. Been watching
1: recently uh, it's a big up
0: issue that's the thing though uh, isn't it Like, um, it's all about putting our own twist on ideas that already exist it's almost like remixing the idea Wait! yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh you see but um, no no definitely gotta do that um, but yeah like uh, people who are listening people who are live watching us as well do let us know what you think um, you know whether you want to see some of this stuff or maybe give us some suggestions you know comment section below um we're always happy to hear from you oh, shizzle. yeah that really sounded like the end of the episode but really we, you know we've still got some time so yeah that was <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that was really
1: a, that was a bit of a mad interlude yeah.
0: or' I told you guys this is quite a relaxed episode from us but uh yeah it's um it's almost like an unscripted hour between the two of us
1: and yeah it is totally unscripted to be honest like
0: normally we go
1: into these episodes and we have like some form of a kind of plan and a structure of like certain things that we'll kind of be talking about Mm. um and yeah for unfortunately we've had to kind of do this one on a bit of a bit of a bit of a whim uh due to unfortunate circumstances um so yeah hopefully
0: hopefully this isn't too uh isn't too dull for you lot um but you did say you had some music stories for us didn't you
1: uh kind of i've just been seeing various things on the news recently uh that are a bit mad some are great some are a bit mad though uh the good one is something that you brought up to me just before the show but obviously Mm -hmm. uh ukraine won the uh Eurovision song song contest, didn't they? As
0: of yesterday. <laughs> as of yesterday, so big up. And the UK uh, finally came something that wasn't last place. Whoa! Yeah, I'm very surprised. I've not, I've not, cl- I've not heard it or even seen any footage on it at all. Yeah, same. I like, like
1: some people get so invested in it and like so like into
0: it. I used to get into it as a kid just because it was so cheesy. You know, you know those things where it's like so cheesy that it's just charming.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's what that's Eurovision
0: true. was to me as a kid. And we used to always watch as a family and watch the performances. I was obviously the absolute god that just knew, you know, I like this tune the most, this tune's gonna win, and it did win every single time. I I was just right on it. Um But on the subject of Eurovision, do you have any Eurovision favourites? As in, like, from all the years, any particular tracks you particularly remember? Honestly, like, I'm not not to
1: be complete dead content right now. but I'm the worst person to be asking this because I genuinely could not. Oh, what? What was that?
0: Oh my god! I know what you mean. I know what you mean, but I don't know what that is. I to be honest know. i think
1: that i think that was the russian eurovision at some point
0: <laughs> which uh, is a bit ish <laughs> oh god i don't mm, i can't remember that one i mean do, it, t- do you must do you not remember do you, do you, do you, i can't do remember you? like it properly i it feels familiar it was like,
1: some di- it was like happy disco
0: <laughs> or something like no, that Was it's like it's not the... coming to me it's not coming to me uh he looked like
1: a futuristic like spaceman and he had like i think he had like a starfish on his head or something
0: i feel like we could have to find this after the episode you know i just can't i just can't remember it at
1: th- all is that is that there benji the vita's the seventh element
0: vita's the seventh element uh is there a way for you to
1: get this up on on stream it is hilarious yeah
0: i mean we can't play the audio because of um oh, you gosh, know probably copyright it. purposes and all but yeah very true we'll definitely do that after the episode is over hell yeah
1: oh speaking about copyright uh issues actually
0: yeah so at one of our one of our react videos that
1: we put up <laughs> i because i've I'm, i've been trying to edit things in uh just 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 to You know had the comedic value up and the kind of interest and watchability up you know yeah yeah of course um and i think i mentioned that there were like there was it was during the bishu video where he's listening to made up genres that his fans have been making yeah and one of them sounded like um it sounded like a particular scene from the second matrix film Mm. so i edited in like a five second clip of that
0: scene from the matrix film and it got us a copyright claim (laughs) See that's the thing, right? Absolutely you don't absurd. even need that long. Like, I mean, it's not the same way how Shazam works. You know, say you Shazam a very popular tune, you get the answer within a second. Yeah, it's
1: it's yeah, and it's it's something like with copyright claims, it's all based off the audio as well. Yes, because if I I could have used like a, a minute long section of that scene mm. with no audio. And it would not have got the claim. <laughs> but also so it's, it's a
0: it's a strange it's just strange to me. Also, I feel like if you pitched it up slightly, would you have gotten away with it? Yeah, maybe actually.
1: Maybe is there is a way worked? around it. Yeah. Yeah. I think what the best thing that I could have done was to not include any of the audio from it whatsoever and just like maybe put the video of it over the yes. audio of what we were listening to, if you know what I mean, just so it kind of like was aware of the reference I was making. Mm. So that's something I need to, uh, need to you know, be aware of in the future, I suppose. Before the copyright police come yeah, to yeah, us. Exactly, yeah. I
0: mean, didn't one of our Think Breaks uh, episodes get copyrighted by my own label, Detached Audio? Yes, that as well, yeah. <laughs> the Chris- the Christmas episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when, when we played uh,
1: Hex Distances, was it? Mm. And uh, then, under hex's interview
0: and then we ended and up it, with me copywriting myself basically like okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: label works that though to be fair if you cared enough you could probably contact label works and get that disputed yeah but, hey, i don't think it's to it's about too
0: now. much effort for me yeah yeah the view the views aren't there yet we're not big time <laughs> yet you guys don't make us big time. i'm telling you that yeah. now. um but uh don't trust anyone, not even yourself. Exactly. Man. <laughs> true, true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, back to the whole Eurovision thing. The one tune I always remember is. Uh, oh yes. Go on. I think it was t- thousand seven or two thousand six. Uh, there was a Finnish band called Lordy, um, and they did a they did a tune called Hard Rock Hallelujah, and that was the first time I was like, "What do you mean, Lord?" what Lord, Lordy. No, 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 it's, oh, a, okay. it's a Finnish band. Uh, For a
1: second, I thought that's where Lord the
0: Singer came from. Not that she's
1: Finnish, I don't think. <laughs>
0: no, no, I think no, no, I don't think she's Finnish. But, um, yeah, that, that was the first time... Um, New Zealand. That that was the first time I watched uh, uh, Eurovision, and I was like, yo, Finnish rock is kind of cool. And uh, that's the thing I like about Eurovision, actually, the whole thing of... Um, like, you get to hear what other countries are into as well and how different their sound palettes are compared to ours.
1: Yeah, there'll always be a slightly different take on something, won't there?
0: Yeah, exactly. I just, again, like, it's just one of those things I just find so fascinating. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 Matt, that's it. Lord.
0: Lord. Yeah, they're still active, aren't they?
1: Yeah. I'll always, like,. <laughs> i think south park like many things has ruined lord for me what see i don't really watch south park so i actually don't get why there was there was basically an episode where they just took the piss out of it and it was randy who is the dad of stan mm-hmm. um and it's like this huge like kind of uh reveal that he's actually lord okay and 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 <laughs> It sounds really shit with me explaining. it, but basically, <laughs> the only reason the music's good is because he's using this like auto tune software. Right. So there's a there's a there's a there's a bit where it's like, and this is it without the auto tune, and it's just there, like I am not. Mold- <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, it's just so stupid, but just so perfectly done. Mm. But yeah, they 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 ruined they've ruined so much for me. They ruined Matt Damon for me as well.
0: Is that because um, of the fact that he keeps saying Matt Damon? No, no, sorry, that's uh, yeah, Team America. You know, that's that, Team yeah, America, right? Yeah, it's yeah. the same creators, though. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. I was just like, hold yeah, on, that. yeah, Matt Damon, <laughs>
1: Matt Damon, <laughs> exactly.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: Uh, and speaking of people ruining the memory of things for you,
0: oh no, um, no, please. One no. of
1: the one of this is this is dark as hell. And I've never heard about this. I wonder if oh, you heard on. about it the first time. But um, so do you know Neil Patrick Harris? He was in How I Met Your Mother, I believe, and he various other things.
0: He was Barney in How I Met Your Mother. Right? Yes, was it Barney? Was, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think his
1: first role was, was it uh, Battlestar Galactica? No, what is it? Um, it's some old school kind of crazy sci-fi film. But yeah. There's a there's a picture that's been re- resurfacing where apparently he made uh, the corpse of Amy Winehouse as a cake. What? Yeah why i don't know it was like for a halloween party but i thought that was a bit messed up wasn't it <laughs> yeah like
0: that's i mean you know, your sense of humor is kind of twisted right there dude like, yeah because it's like
1: having a twisted sense of humor and then there's that and if you look if you see the pic, i'm not obviously we're not gonna
0: we're not gonna, gonna put it the on the picture. uh, it's absolutely video. graphic as hell very disturbing you see i don't get that though like i think there's definitely a like yeah, sure. You know, people want to do crazy Halloween costumes and all that, but there's a line, right? There's de- there's you you don't use line. dead people. Come on, like yeah, because
1: there's nothing horror related to that. That's just like a. That's just like a. That's poor, just a douche move. Yeah, it's yeah, poor judgment. <laughs> yeah,
0: nah, I, I I can't get with that. Nah, that, yeah. that that's just all sorts of wrong.
1: It really is, and on the on the lines of poor judgment. Oh, no. Um. <laughs> I don't yeah, I don't know what's worse about this 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 whole thing. But so apparently Madonna has come out with a uh, 3D NFT that bears her vagina. Uh yeah. Have you ever heard have you heard of Beeple? Beeple? Yeah, B E P B E E P L A. He's basically this um he's this kind of like uh what do you call them? He, he's he's behind if you go on his Instagram, he I think he makes like a bit of like visual art every day. Okay. He's like done this challenge. I can't remember when he started. Uh it might have been years ago, but I remember it was very, very prolific around the whole lockdown area. But he kind of set us set aside the task to like make one piece of kind of uh visual art per day. Yeah. Um and that's how he got that's how he really blew up, I believe. Uh but yeah, he's doing this project with Madonna. And he's always done very strange, like it's usually quite abstract and quite strange and twisted kind of, uh, you know, source material he uses. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some reason, Madonna thought it was a good idea to get behind that. And what I find even more fascinating is how NFTs are still a thing right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, has that not died off yet? <laughs> I read recently that uh, Hospital Records have sorted out some new NFTs as well. Uh, yeah, stranger had a few nfts as well that he sorted out as well and i mean as someone who still doesn't understand it there's not a lot i can say because anything i do say will just come off as an ignorant person yeah really i'm just su- i'm just such
1: a boomer of that stuff it's like yeah. there's people out there that would rather b- purchase a copy of a bit of artwork to say that they have that kind of nft of the artwork over actually having the original artwork mm. and like to me i can't wrap my head around that it's like yeah would the... you not rather just get the original artwork but it's like somehow these nfts are are more sought after
0: i think the thing is is because it's it's like the value of ownership right it's braggers rights
1: isn't it just gone crazy yeah
0: i get i mean that's how that's how i understand it but i could be totally wrong right I, it's still something that i will you know i've like i've had people tell me about it but even then i it still hasn't become like it still hasn't um become clearer to me that like what it is you know what i mean like it seems like there is a market for it and more power to them if it does work but at the same time it's something that i can't imagine myself going like yeah let me get an nft and it all just
1: seems like. it's similar to kind of like cryptocurrency i feel it's like Mm. I I feel like it's only worth getting into if you have that money behind you to get, in, disposable to get into disposable income to it of with thing. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's clearly a very it's clearly a certain demographic that can that can get involved with that.
0: Yeah. I mean we've got Scalagrim here who says that they don't even own the art, they own a bit of code connected to the place hosting the image.
1: Yeah, so that's not that, that
0: still doesn't make it any clearer for me, to be fair. You know? I think it'll never be clear to us, though, because we are uh,
1: quote-unquote boomers, I suppose. Yeah, we are boomers to this. to this.
0: <laughs> um, but on, actually, to be fair, on the subject of NFTs, did you hear about that website? Uh, this was a, I want to say a few months ago, um, and there was a website called, which actually we're going to redact the name. But uh, So, editor, once you're editing this, please redact the name. But... Uh, <laughs> did a um they did a uh like they were pulling data from spotify including like like basically all the music on spotify and were making nfts out of them so technically colossus nfts k2t nfts exist what yeah but obviously this was all done sort of like under the radar it seemed and obviously when the pretty much the whole music industry found out it was just like uh what the hell is this this is illegal what's going on and i think the website's been shut down now but at the same time i I was like i didn't really understand like i get why it's legal of course right i get why it's wrong but if it was legal and above ground i didn't really understand why that would be a thing because it's music from spotify you know you can just download the tune
1: yeah yeah wait so yeah but was it yeah see this is why i just don't understand it all the nft was it not like a bit was it from the artwork of the tracks from spotify or is it like is can you get an nft that's an audio format
0: uh i'm not too sure to be fair but also i see we've got a correction uh the nfts on is never made you could buy your place to pre-order them but Okay so that was a correction that's just come in from our audience for any of the future listeners but even then I'm not too sure um I get that you know I don't so... think I'll
1: ever understand it. <laughs>
0: mm. No it's just because you, it's because because you brought it up I just suddenly remembered the um the uh the story about redacted so uh yeah
1: yeah it's very strange I like, I don't understand why like surely so if they've got like NFTs of every artist on Spotify, then surely people are only going to buy that artist NFT if that artist then promoted it. Like, how are people going to like find this artist NFT if you get me? So what, well, I don't understand. I don't understand the the thought process behind the person who did that in the first place.
0: I guess that's where the correction that we just got comes in, in that you could buy your place to pre-order them oh, in the right, sense of like the artist would probably pre-order the NFT so that the NFT of them exists, and then they'll promote it. By the way, I've got an NFT. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: it's um, very strange.
0: Very, mm-hmm. very strange. <laughs> it, it's, yeah. I mean, it kind of shows... I mean, I know people say, you know, this is probably the future of the music industry or just the future of technology and, and so on. So, you know, maybe we have reached that age where we are boobers who don't understand um and i feel i reached
1: that age a long time ago
0: wow jesus (laughs) (laughs) but it just makes me wonder like what is the future in 10 years what's the future in 20 years what is incoming you know yeah well a
1: weird insight into all that was almost that ai video we watched um
0: the music ai thing right
1: yeah the top 10 ai uh Uh, audio tools music tools for lazy producers I think you labeled it Um, but there was one on there that really spooked me at the time where you could literally just type in a mood and various other things and it would just create it like a completely made up kind of composition yeah the example they played sounded like pretty decent that would be used on some sort of sci-fi kind of dystopian sounding kind of soundtrack
0: yeah so if, even, we're, if um, we're at that
1: point now well, i imagine 10 years time maybe it could get to the point where the human doesn't need to kind of be involved you know
0: yeah i mean i tried out that um place as well like after we watched it and uh i was talking to terry shodan about this and he did make a good point regarding that piece of ai in the sense that while it's while like humans do have the thing where they sort of um break out of music theory forms. There are Mm. so many points of music theory that are so rooted and in place. For example, a C major scale is always a C major scale, right? If you play a melody in C major with chords that are within C major, right, it's going to make sense and be harmonically in key and so on. So there are these rules that make sense. So, you know, you feed those rules to AI, then of course it's going to put something that in a harmonic sense makes sense but you're never going to be able well i say you're never going to be able but you never know um but the idea of like you know how sometimes you have uh, jazz musicians that go off not off key but sort of like go off the beaten pathway to do a bit of noodling and so on i don't think that's something that ai could replicate
1: yeah this is true yeah it's even like me just thinking about it then as well when you're speaking, um the whole going back to kind of like composing for picture. An AI couldn't recognise what should be done in terms of like like um in terms of like the emotion being portrayed, you know?
0: Mm.
1: Like that just wouldn't I just don't think it could be done. Like you can't have a com like you'd have to get the AI to speak to the director and work out what uh,
0: yeah, what exactly. what wants to be portrayed and whatnot. It just reminds me of that uh, that one scene in iRobot where Will Smith goes to Robo robot is like, "Can you write a symphony?" And the robot just goes, "Can you?" And I don't Can know you? why. I just, yeah, suddenly, yeah, I just suddenly, just suddenly yeah, reminded yeah, me yeah, of trim. that. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, like um, I do find the whole AI thing fascinating. Like I think it's so interesting how much more advanced things can be like uh within that whole ai tools video that we watched there were some really cool tools like you know the stem splitter thing or uh the one that generate not generate sorry the one that um you type in some words and it finds a movie with that line oh yeah
1: that that was crazy
0: yeah like those things i think are really interesting and i see that um again this is one for our future listeners in our chat uh There's a joke about making an IDM album out of AI, but there is a, um, there is a, in quotation marks, artist called Endel, E-N-D-E-L, and the idea is that it it is all AI-generated music, Uh, and there's like tons of albums on Spotify that's like uh, music for... Of relaxing music for meditation and so on and these are just ambient pieces that are just automatically generated by AI Mm -hmm. and I look at the listeners and yeah it completely overshadows my listeners um but it's just so crazy to think that this is how far AI has come like when we were kids just the idea of having a little stick that you can put your tracks in was mind-blowing
1: yeah for sure to be fair
0: right and even then it was like a little stick that was what 16 tunes if that
1: yeah and then not even that long before then it was mind-blowing to think that you could create a whole like uh symphonic orchestra within your computer yes and then they came out and they made a whole load of midi kind of sounds which sounded a bit kind of you know that classic midi lifeless sound but Mm -hmm. then fast forward another 20 years and it's super hyper realism now
0: yeah it just it just really makes you like it just really makes you think what where is music headed in the future
1: yeah because like you never think there's going to be anything that can top what you already know but then mm. they always seem there always seems to be something it's it's almost impossible to tr- try and like imagine
0: yeah what exactly can be achieved like, I've, yeah, it's like um, when people talk about, you know, making music with made up genre names, for example. Right. Like uh, there's always these random words you latch on to. Like if the, if the made up genre name has the word step at the end. Yeah, that's you all end really up. You it's you end up already elements like, elements. oh, yeah, let me put some dubstep elements. Or if the if the made up genre name has got the word core, you're like, OK, I'm going to go much faster because of hardcore and And so on
1: distortion
0: (laughs) yeah exactly so i think even when you just make up random names which sure probably take from other things there's already sort of like a predetermined sound palette that goes on in your head like i don't know yeah totally like for the sake for for the sake of our listeners listening at home i could say okay a new genre exists it's called kitchen core right? And I bet you, right, that some people who just heard me say kitchen call right now would think of fast music that samples kitchen utensils, right? Probably uses, like, a, uh, like hitting a saucepan as your snare and so on, right? Yeah, pots and pans. <laughs> pots and pans, exactly, which is what some people describe some music as. So, um, yeah, it's just, yeah, imagining the future is a weird thing. It
1: really is. It's not really on the topic of um, music as such, but we've been talking about AI. But I think it was, yeah, it must have been Elon Musk because he's he's just like behind every controversial kind of future. He's a supervillain. Bound, yeah, statement. But I'm pretty sure he's he reckons that he's developing conscious AI or something like that. Or mm-hmm. he reckons conscious
0: AI will be a thing soon. But this a... man not watched watched movies <laughs> yeah, like any movie but isn't yeah. that the, um that robot what's her name Sophia the robot that can
1: yeah but even, is that on the same lines kind of but even that to an extent like that's a- that is just an AI that like all AI that we have these days is based off like all knowledge that we have if you know what I mean it can't create scenarios and it can't create a new way of thinking if you know what yeah. I mean it's just basing off experiences and different bits of data all scattered across, you know, the But web. that's what
0: AI will always be. Exactly. So
1: to then be like, oh, we can now make a conscious AI. It's like, well, what supernatural component are you, have you managed to develop that literally yeah. no one else knows about?
0: Have you played Detroit Become Human? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, seriously? Um, <laughs> Good game. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I need to try it out. But um, I'll play that
1: on stream. That'll be
0: a good one. I'll do that sometime. I'll do that sometime. Well, here we go. We've got a a wonderment from chat. I wonder if the next coined term will be digital intelligence. How Mm -hmm. different would digital intelligence be from artificial intelligence? Though, what would the difference be like where where is the line between those two? Because isn't artificial intelligence digital intelligence anyway? uh artificial's more like yeah i suppose so but artificial is like
1: yeah i'm i'm not going to lie i've i, I don't <laughs> i don't have <laughs> i don't have the the educational background to 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 really uh <laughs> to really do that question justice yeah that that that's so quite, quite a tricky question
0: that uh that was from this UK that was a really tricky question um uh, i'm not I'm smart welcome, enough Fistler. for that uh, yeah i'm not smart enough for that one but I don't know, it's... Yeah, artificial is by definition digital, so I feel like digital intelligence is just a way of describing artificial intelligence. Yeah. I think, I think that's the best way I can put it. Um, yeah. No, that, that was a tricky question. I'm not going to lie, that was a tricky question. And again, this is why I like doing the whole uh, episode live, because we can interact with you guys as well. This is fun. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, but yeah did you have another story in your list i don't know that was that was
1: all right we've
0: run out
1: <laughs> yeah we, we managed we managed to milk uh the very little content we came in with <laughs> for all it's worth and this has been Think Breaks Podcast. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting to get so deep on the old AI side of things, but I suppose, like, that is probably the most interesting kind of thing, especially when you relate it to kind of, like, music softwares and, like, what mm. it means for, like, music development and, like, human development as well.
0: Yeah, it is. I just, I do find AI fascinating. And it's, it's like, one of those things where as soon as someone talks about it, you could talk about it from hours because it's one of those things where you just end up like theorising and figuring out why this would work and that would not work and that sort of thing. So, yeah, I've always found AI stuff fascinating, even if it does scare me. I won't lie. It does scare me. Yeah. But that's that's like uh, someone who's watched movies thinking, oh, no, they're going to come. They're going to kill us all. <laughs> yeah that is
1: it as well because like to yeah to a degree the only reason we kind of think like that way is because of how it's been portrayed in movies yeah or the for the benefit of like action
0: and thrills mm. <laughs> um but i suppose yeah there it's are some games. good implications of ai though like let's be like i'm not gonna be absolutely there'll be yeah. loads
1: of like um like life-saving things that have come from ai yeah sure. exactly
0: and there probably will be more life-saving things to come from it yeah, um, maybe they'll replace us on this podcast, that would be very life-saving <laughs> yeah, let's hope so <laughs> for the crossed. sake of all future listeners <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be out of jobs, damn straight <laughs> but uh, you know what, we're gonna wrap up this episode here uh, it's been it's been nice, it's been nice to just um, shoot the hay you know, um, completely unplanned uh, little bit of content but I hope, I hope everyone in uh, everyone who has been listening, whether it's people who are listening live or people who are listening in the future, uh, that you got something out of this. Um, I think we covered a fair bit. Um, but yeah, let me let me just wrap up. If you guys have enjoyed the episode, it's podchaser.com slash podcast. Any review helps, so feel free to go over there and leave us some feedback if you enjoyed the episode or even just rate our show. Um, For those of you who listen on spotify or just all of you in general if you go onto the mobile app be sure to rate the podcast the more ratings the more easier it is for other people to discover your favorite show and Mm. yeah that means more people to interact with um, as I mentioned throughout the show, we are live on Twitch. It's twitchtv breaks All our shows are now recorded live, just so that we can interact with you guys more. For those of you watching the videos, you might have seen some comments from our chat down below as well. Um, so that's always fun. Maybe you might be a part of our next episode. Who knows? Uh, come and join us. You um, never
1: know.
0: Uh, other things, Patreon. You know, we 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 still have a Patreon. You know that we still have a Patreon. Um, patreon.com think breaks uh based on those sample flip um youtube videos that we were talking about that we are going to be getting to do patreon will be your best way to start getting those tunes from us as well and our guests so uh that's something quite cool haha <laughs> um
1: to be fair that is something we should have mentioned when we were talking about the future of like different kinds of content we're trying to do on youtube true because it does tie in quite a lot to the patreon like you say like like you said, all of these kind of little uh, videos we do that do end up producing music from it. Yeah, our aim is to give back yeah put that all onto the patreon so if you are subscribed you can just have those tunes do what you want with them really
0: yeah and what we'll do is um on one of the tiers we'll put and put just the tunes and then on the other tier we'll give you the stems as well so that you can play with it and you know you get your own cheeky dubs your own cheeky remixes if you want to yeah um, yeah
1: stems you name it we can go from there it?
0: yeah exactly uh but that is patreon.com think breaks feel free to subscribe and uh That will give you access to our Discord only, only? a Patreon only Discord channel that we also have. Um, Be sure to join our Discord as well. You know, there's a big community of people. Uh, It's the easiest way to find when we'll be live as well. Uh, But we usually live on Friday nights and the occasional Sundays. A load of
1: friendly heads in there. A load of friendly heads. Mm -hmm. Or levels as well, which is great.
0: And that being said, thank you to everyone who is in the audience while we're doing this live. Thank you to everyone who is listening at home right now. Thank you to everyone listening on the uh, uh, podcasting services as well. We have been Think Breaks. You have been amazing. This has been season three, episode two. Good night, yo. Have a great one. Peace. See you guys.